This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica Lee McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening podcast. Hi, my glorious hapsters. How is everybody doing today? I just picture you being like, we're doing great, woo woo. I don't know whether you're in the shower or in the car, probably not in the car. If you are, I don't know where you're going because it's quarantine if you're listening to this real time. Although, depending on the state, or the country, maybe some of you guys are starting to get into that phase two. Um, I know if you're listening to this day one, it might be um, day one of phase two of the uh, quarantine of the of the what do they call it reopening after quarantine in Connecticut. I know um, some things just opened up in Florida in in Colorado. I know all of these things usually because my clients are all over the place and. <laughs> We're always curious to know who has the most and the least restrictions on them. And of course, being in New York, that's me. I have the most restrictions. It's so gorgeous out today, too. But wherever you are, whether you're in quarantine or living it up at the spa right now, what I wouldn't give for someone to be touching me, (laughs) I'd pay for it even, um, is... I hope that you are deciding to be amazing, deciding to feel amazing. Isn't it so weird? We just think that how we feel is just something that happens to us. I'm going to say this so many times on this podcast, but we get to decide the answer to how are you? We don't have to look to our past for evidence and we don't have to, you know, look at how we've been behaving or slumping or how anything has been up until this point. We can really just choose how we want to answer that question. So amazing. And um, today we're going to be talking about something that I had put up a poll on my Instagram. If we're not friends on Instagram, I guess friends on Instagram, that's a Facebook thing. See, when I became a mom, it just like all of a sudden all my jargon became mommy. (laughs) So if we're not following each other on Instagram, Let's change that. Um, it's what's happening, like the podcast, WJS. And um, you will then be able to see my Instagram stories where I do a lot of sneak peeks and behind the scenes and polls so that you guys can actually participate in what are going to be some of the upcoming episodes. So this one was decided by you, which was to talk about stuck or feeling undecided, stuck in indecision. And while I've already done a podcast episode on feeling paralyzed, there is a slight difference. And that's why we have so many beautiful words in our English language, right? There's so many different words because there's just slight nuances to each feeling that there is. And so I wanted to talk to you about it. What creates it? Of course, define it as always, and then really give you guys some tangible tips for if you are in this spot right now, if you're feeling stuck in indecision about anything, of course, you know, my peeps are business owners and we're going to talk about that, but this could be stuck in a decision on like, ugh, should I do a cleanse? Which if you are following me, you know, I'm on day 10 when you're listening to this, maybe day 11 of my 21 day vegan cleanse, feeling amazing. So great. Um, and I really was in that 
place of indecision for a couple of weeks leading up to even making that small of a decision. I was like, oh, do I think I can handle it? Do I want to feel another negative emotion like deprived during quarantine when I'm already feeling so much heightened emotion, both positive and negative? But right, it's like the volume is, is turned up on our emotions right now in quarantine. And so do I want to add something else to my plate? And then as the answer immediately came to me, right? When you ask a question, your brain goes to work trying to answer it. And it was like, well, it's going to come back 50-50. There's going to be a 50% positive that comes from this too. And your brain automatically wants to give you the negative and focus on that um, because it really doesn't want any change. And that's what was happening to me. But I was like, you know what? No, when if I do last week, I think we talked about this. Do I feel like, or two weeks ago, do I feel like taking this action or do I feel like getting this result is a better question? And the truth is, did I feel like taking the action of, you know, timed nutrition and, or like cutting out sugar and alcohol and caffeine and really learning new recipes and adding that to my plate as a single mom? Did I feel like doing that? No, but did I feel like getting the results of tons of like endless energy, which is how I feel right now. And I haven't had any caffeine and I'm still, you know, not getting crazy amounts of sleep. I've got a toddler and I really decided yes. Right. And so that is one way. Of course, when we talked about paralyzed, we knew that is one great way is to change and to ask yourself a better question to get to the result and then change it. But with stuck, stuck in indecision, that kind of is like the next level of paralyzed. Paralyzed is like you're not even thinking really (laughs) maybe about the options or maybe you haven't even played out any options. You just are repeating the words, I don't know, over and over in your brain. (laughs) And with indecision, um, I guess how it was defined, let's see, when I looked it up, it says, indecision is the inability to make a decision quickly right so it's almost like a skill indecision decision making is a skill and indecision just is your inability to to do that skill to make decisions quickly right and i think that's a real bummer when we say we're stuck in indecision we're basically believing that we're not good at making decisions quickly And then, of course, what we believe becomes true because we act based on that feeling that it creates. And I just think, right, it's another one of those emotions that's not really creating much upside stuck in indecision, right? So I want to offer you a couple of things. And I want you to notice for yourself if any of this is coming up for you. So I'm here to remind you, of course, that your brain, it works for you. I know like we kind of think of ourselves, us and our brains as one, but I want you to kind of think of your brain as like this employee that works for you and your consciousness is something almost like separate for your brain for the purposes of this. I know that's not real. Consciousness also lives in your brain. Fine. But it's our brain's job to automate as much as possible based on our past. So it's like, okay, cool, we're making decisions, and it's really good at making a decision you've already made before the same way. It's like, oh, 
should we turn right here or left here when you're going to a new place? And you're like, go right. And then the next time you go there, it's like, oh, don't worry, we got this. Make a right here. And you don't really have to think about it at all, right? It starts to automate those decisions for us. This is a really beautiful thing because then we don't have to spend so much energy decision making, right? But it's really good to develop the skill of becoming a great decision maker, which is not something that we're taught in school how to do, right? We're not taught how to think. We're not taught how to decide in advance. And if we are taught in any way how to make decisions, it's usually all evidence-based. It's like, okay, let's do a bunch of research. (laughs) I can't tell you how many of my clients of mine, when I ask them to make a decision, they're like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me just do a ton of research. Um, This is not me saying that there's not a place for research in decision-making. Of course there is. But I want you to understand Have you really done a lot of research already? And the truth is, is that the decision that you're making is about your future and it's in something that's unknown and you're kind of just over analyzing and thinking about something that's really hypothetical at this point. And for most of us, that really is the case, especially for the research people. They're good. They've already done some research, right? So I want you to do your due diligence to make informed decisions of course I'm not saying to be reckless with your life but there's a difference between researching and then hoarding information and then just pretending that there's more some sort of information outside of you that is going that you might be missing that's going to tell you the right decision to make like I I mean what about a personal decision where there is really no right answer or wrong answer What about like, oh, should I switch career paths, right? Should I quit my job and go full full force with my side hustle? There's no right or wrong answer there. But sometimes it's like our brain is trained to be like, Google it. (laughs) Hey, Google, should I quit my job, right? And there's nothing there. And so we're like, I don't know what to do without the help of research. So I know what to do. I'm going to help you. I want you to remind yourself that your brain works for you. And its job is to automate, so that's helpful to know because it's doing that for you right now. And it's making decisions for for you without you being conscious and without you playing a role. It's like if the CEO of the company had just like taught people how to do something when it was very disorganized and they just kept doing it and they were like, don't worry, we got it. And they're not informing the CEO of what's going on. And the company is just like run by toddlers basically. So when you tell your brain something, like a new thought, basically, or a new belief, it's going to fact check against your past to decide whether or not it's true, right? It's going to be like, okay, okay, okay. You want to believe that you want to believe that you're capable of, you know, of losing 10 pounds now? Come on. We've believed for the longest time that you're a fatty McFatterson and you are just horrible at sports and we hate sweating and So no, 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 no. The proof is in the pudding. We looked, we did the fact check. It's better that you just don't even try and believe that you can lose 10 pounds because like proof is so far that you've never been able to do that, right? Even if you've tried, even if you haven't tried, it's going to say that you can't do it because you've never done it before, right? Same thing with making a career switch or, you know, uh, breaking up 
like ending a relationship, right? There's just no guarantees of whether the right decision is. So when you ask it a question or when you tell your brain something, it's looking to the past for evidence. So knowing that is really helpful because even if your brain is telling you that something is you're capable of something or not, or something's right or wrong, it's, it's all thoughts. It's, it's not based on facts. Okay. And it's really important to differentiate that because there's just, it's, it's calling it proof, but it's just proof. It's, it's just evidence. It's not proof. And you can find evidence out there of other people that were able to do the same thing that are not different from you. Okay. So when you ask your brain a question, instead of putting a sentence, like a new thought in there, it goes to work to find evidence of the answer. Or if you're like, okay, should I make this job switch or not? And it's that type of a question where you're like, okay, should I pivot my business right now in, in quarantine? Because it's been almost three months without income and I'm just not sure it's going to search for evidence of whether or not that's a good idea and it's going to find none and when there's no evidence if it doesn't have your permission or you have not honed the skill of or giving you've not given permission to your employee your brain to tap into its resource creativity to come up with a possible solution or a possible route or using another resource imagination to see a way in which it could work out it's just gonna say "Mm, mm, let's there's no evidence so let's err on the side of caution and let's not do it right and this is all founded in the idea that there is a right or wrong answer But I'm here to tell you guys that there is no wrong answer that you can ever make. It doesn't mean that you can't make an answer, make a decision that's going to lead to a result that wasn't your desired result, right? That's definitely possible, but that doesn't, just because you don't get the result that you want, doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. It just means that you made a decision based on what you had at that point. And when you don't get a result, or quote unquote, when you fail, all all you get instead of the result is you just get more information and evidence. You understand, oh, well, that didn't work, but I did learn this. Or, okay, I became a grittier, more, I, I didn't die. And now my brain has this evidence that, hey, we can take risks and failing really doesn't kill us. And it makes you more willing to take more chances and experience more failure. In school, we're taught the opposite of the fact that there's no wrong wrong answer. We're taught that like we look at the information and then we spit out facts onto tests and we either get it right or we get it wrong. That's not how real life works. But it's how our brain is trained to think that things work. We're trained to think, okay, if I make a decision, I could get this wrong. And it's just not true. You can't get it wrong, right? You can go down a path that wasn't what you expected for yourself, but you can always autocorrect and adjust. Life is more beautiful that way. And what's the alternative? The alternative is that you do nothing. 
is that you stay stuck in indecision. And what good comes out of that? Literally nothing. I mean, this topic came up because so many people kept saying to me over and over and over again, I feel so stuck. I feel so like undecided about things. And none of them were like, but it's pretty great. I like being in indecision where I am or like (laughs) I'm loving where I'm at, right? If that was the case, then you probably wouldn't have these other desires to have some sort of change coming up, right? And we know that when a decision is made, when our desire for change or for something new is greater than our desire to stay the same. So of course, if you're feeling, you know, undecided or really what you're feeling is not ready, it could be fear and it really just could be you being comfortable and not willing to experience discomfort or not willing to fail. But I'm encouraging you guys, I'm encouraging my friends, allow the road to of your life to be paved with failure. My clients, my one-to-one clients um, in January and happening sessions too, we focused on collecting failures. That's what we call it. They strive to fail. Each of my clients, they have a goal and then they have many weekly goals that are beyond what they're used to achieving so that they're forced to live in discomfort. And then when they, if they do not achieve that desired result, which most of the time they do not because their result should be of stretch goal, then they're just like, oh, okay, how many failures did you collect this month? And that means you took what I call air, land, and sea action. Again, if you're my client, you know what I'm talking about. But I I, I encourage you, if you're looking for this kind of accountability, if you are feeling like you don't have a willingness to fail or you're feeling so stuck in indecision, one of the most beautiful things about having a business coach or a life coach is that they get to be there to sift out all of your BS. I get to tell you, hey, right now, you're making decisions out of an unwillingness to fail. And that's not going to get you to success because failure is the rubble that like builds up the mountain that you stand on top of when you are, when you are achieving something, right? It is built. You just climb on top of your failures until you get higher and higher and higher. It's a beautiful thing. So if you're feeling stuck in indecision, what what do you think happens when you think the thoughts, I don't know, like, I'm just not, I just don't know what I should do. We talked about this in the paralyzed episode, but the second that sentence is allowed in your brain, I don't know, it just halts your brain from thinking. It's like if you just typed to Google the, (laughs) in the Google search bar, you just typed, I'm just not sure. Instead of asking it a question, instead of writing in a sentence or one option, right? It's just so pointless. You're, you're not giving, it's as if your, your, your employee, your brain is showing up to work and you're like, you know what? I'm going to pay you, but I'm not sure what we should do today. And they're like, what? You're the boss though. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? But yeah, we do it all the time. We act as if that's an acceptable answer. Imagine you ask Google, like, hey, Google, um, how many, like, I don't know, you can ask it anything. It always has an answer. But, like, at, imagine you asked it something, like, easy. Like, I don't know, uh, how many, 
now I can't even think of an easy question. <laughs> uh, how many teams are there in the NBA? And I was like, I don't know. Because it just really didn't feel like doing the discomfort, uncomfortable work to say, well, maybe it's this, right? There's a concrete answer to that. But let's say there was another question, right? That you, it was a future question. It was like, it was like, what is going, what is going to happen um, in the economy next year? Even Google is not going to say, I don't know. It's going to come up with all of these possible theories. It's going to give you theories of possible outcomes. And you need to show up in the same way that Google shows up, which is there. There's always an answer. There's always some sort of answer. And then out of what comes out, if it's a future focused question, you get to decide which one you want to believe. I swear people don't believe me when they when I tell them that they're like, yeah, but like there's a right one and there's a wrong one. So which one? How am I supposed to know which one to believe? And it's like. Why do you want the outside world to decide the results that you're going to create for your life? You get to choose. There's no downside to believing and deciding in advance what you believe is going to be the right answer for you. Right? Because what's the downside? Worst case scenario, you're wrong. Let's say like I choose to believe that like I'm going to live a long, healthy, happy, adventurous life. So like worst case scenario, like I die tomorrow. What was the downside in me believing? It's like, wow, that's so embarrassing. Jess was living her life as if she was going to like live a long life. Like she should have known. It's like, no, but yet we do think that we think people are going to judge us for, for believing in ourselves and then being wrong about something. I believed so many things. I mean, when I set out, I was like, I am going to have this life coaching business that is going to be, um, you know, I don't know. It's going to be focused on relationships and money and fitness and whatever. And now I believe, okay, it's going to be about small business owners and women. And I've redecided and retweaked my decision and as I make, once I make that decision though, I'm not like, well, I don't know if my business is going to continue to be this forever. Who cares? Who cares if it is forever? For now, I believe that it is. And I cannot see a future in which it's not going to, those aren't going to be the people that I work with. But of course, yeah, maybe one day I will decide I want to work with a different type of people. And that'll be great when that day happens. Doesn't mean I don't make decisions to further my vision for it right now. I cannot predict the future, but the greatest and most efficient way to predict the future is to create it. And how do you create it? It's to decide in advance. A decision is a thought that you choose to believe, right? When you choose to believe that thought, it creates a feeling and you take action from that feeling. And then when you take action from that feeling, what happens? You create some results. And maybe it's not going to be the first result that you create. It's not going to be exactly what you believed. But I promise you, the how <laughs> matters way less than your belief that that's going to be the result. Because if you continue to believe it over and over again, you're going to continue to show up from that place and you are going to create it. It's crazy how far I've come and I just believe 
that my business is going to be thriving and growing and I have so much belief around that that actually this month in quarantine I have had the biggest month financially for my business that I've ever had in my business ever by a landslide and this is not me here to show up to be like look at me bragging even though pretty proud of myself, brush my shoulders off. It's for me to show you, all of my clients certainly, to shop from the rooftops that it is possible. I just, I wanna show you what it, what's possible when you choose and decide to live a big life. But right now, you're choosing to be stuck. I say that because a lot of people are saying to me, well, I feel like I'm just gonna mess this decision up. Or I feel like I have no options. And when we put that like, I feel like, I'm doing the air quotes right now. When we say I feel like, and then it's that sentence is followed by like a longer sentence that isn't just one word. <laughs> you're not talking about how you feel. You're talking about what you think. And that might sound like semantics, but I promise you it isn't. It's way more helpful to recognize that you believe you have no options. You don't feel like you're going to F this up. You believe you are going to F this up. And how do you think you're going to show up when you think that thought? Like what kind of action do you think you're going to take to make a decision if you think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter which decision I make because I just said, I think I'm going to mess this up. That's going to create a feeling of feeling stuck, right? Because we're feeling kind of like pointless. What's the point? right? Apathetic, lethargic. I'm like, ugh, just like, ugh, gosh, like I just want someone to come in and make a decision for me. No, that's not gonna, that's not gonna <laughs> help you create the momentum that you want. You want to be the one that's a part of your life that creates the results for you. So much more powerful, right? Doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Okay. If you are stuck in indecision right now, if you're a small business owner, or if you're just someone who feels like they could use more, you know, momentum and motivation in their life. I know that like for me, when my thoughts are swirling around me and I'm like that fish in water, right? Like, and I can't really see the water because I'm so in it. I need a coaching session. So why I pay the big bucks for my business coach and my, I always say my business coach, my fitness coach and my life coach, because they are my partners. They are the people that are willing to say the things to me that no one else in my life is. Say the hard things, call it out and really separate it and be like, mm, what you just said out loud isn't true. Or, hey, you're pretending to be confused right now when actually you're just, you're, you don't want to make a decision because you're scared to fail. And I'm like, yep, that's it. And then I know, okay, well, here are the options. Do you want to do this or do you want to do this thing? And then I just make the decision on the spot and that call and then we do it. And that's what my clients do with me, right? So again, if you're feeling stuck in indecision, you don't have to do it alone. I'm here for you. And not just me, there are plenty of life and business coaches out there. Of course, I hope you choose to become a hapster and, and join us and our revolution um, but I do not, do not <laughs> encourage that you just remain stuck in indecision. It's really a pretty boring life. Uh, a couple of days ago, I posted a quote from 
Dr. Sasha Hines, and she had said, are you excusing yourself into an utterly forgettable life? And I was like, oh, damn, that's good. I was like, wow, forgettable. What a stinging adjective. Like it's worse than like a crappy life. <laughs> like because crappy people get defensive. They're like, no, my life's not crappy. But is it forgettable? And usually that comes from spending a lot of time in the emotions of undecided or doubtful or confused or worried. Those emotions have no upsides, my friends. And the way for you to learn and the answers that you're looking for, they are in the action. They're in the action. So like, think about it right now, what you're doing, you are, the answers are in the house that you're like outside of the front door of the house, right? The house represents all the action that you could possibly be taking. And you're just like outside in the front lawn, like laying down on the ground, like, I'm not sure what to do. Like, I don't know. And like, I'm going to mess this up. And it's like, okay, someone's like, why isn't she just coming in so she could just see whether this is the right house for her or not, whether her friends are in here or not, whether her money is in her or not, or whatever result that she wants to get to. Right, you gotta go through the action. So I encourage you today to do one of a couple things. Number one, enlist some sort of accountability. If you're feeling super, super paralyzed and stuck in a decision, help even set up a free mini session with me. Again, go to whatshappening.com or email me at jessica at whatshappening.com or follow me on Instagram and DM me there. I'd love to um, set up a free 20 minute mini session where I could just give you as many results as we could fit in in 20 minutes. No charge, no hassle, right? Or, you know, really commit and double down and say like, I want this sort of accountability for six months because I want results, okay? And then the other thing you can do is do not let I don't know be the answer. Pick one, make a decision, and then break off your rear view mirror, my friends. Do not keep looking back and saying like, oh, did I make the right decision or the wrong decision? This is also a skill, but it's okay. You can make a decision and then not look back because whether it's failure or success immediately, you can always keep navigating around. There is endless opportunity for you to tweak and create results, okay? This one decision that you're agonizing over, it's not the last decision that you'll ever make. I promise you, you're going to have to make lots of them, okay? So go ahead, take, go forth, take action, let us connect, and I cannot wait to hear what is on the other side of indecision. Indecision.